Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Flare Aviation Podcast. I'm your host, Riley, and today we have episode number 15. Before we get started today, I just want to give a quick shout out to Inrat Exams Prep. Uh, if any of you know, we just recently partnered with them. And uh, if you go onto their website and are thinking about getting any of their courses, you can use promo code FLARE10 uh, and you'll get 10% off the course. So if you have any more further questions or want to check them out, just uh, go to the link in our Instagram bio and uh, you can find a ton of information there. And uh, without further ado, I'm going to welcome uh, Raymond and Tyson to the show today. So welcome to the show, guys. Okay. Hello. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. No worries. It's, uh, it's great to have you guys on. Um, for the people who don't know you today, um, where are you guys from originally? And uh, how did you get started in aviation? Go ahead, Raymond. All right. Yeah. So, um, hey, guys. Um, I'm Ramon or Raymond, whatever works. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually from Japan. I came to Canada um, for fl- uh, flight training and uh, down the line, uh, hoping to become an airline pilot. Um, but yeah, um, just a little background of me. I was born and raised in uh, Tokyo, Japan. I went through American school back in uh, Japan, and then high, and then toward uh, got my engineering degree in New York. And then after that, I joined the All Nippon Airways, um, just uh, one of the uh, airline company in Japan, working as an aircraft mechanic. But ended up uh, quitting that in a year because uh, I still wanted to pursue be becoming a pilot and uh. I tried doing that and then um, went through a couple of uh, cadet pilot program, like the uh, one from Emirates and uh, all that stuff. But um, back in 2018, I had I actually got into a car accident, almost lost my leg, almost died. And uh, yeah, um, 2019, recovered back and then went to Canada and started my PPL. And here I am with Tyson uh, flying around uh, BC. Jeez. And so... Uh... <laughs> With the car accident, like that must have been, uh, like how long were you basically sidelined for? Because that must have been really intense for you. Yeah. Um. So this actually happened. Uh. Twenty eighteen December twenty second. It was like two three days. Well, three. Um. Just before Christmas. Yeah. And uh, I'm already ready to go to Canada. All my visa, like student visa, everything was. Uh, it was ready to go. I was uh, planning to fly to Canada for our training in February. But um, my friend, he just bought his uh, 90s uh, Honda NSX. Okay. I, I guess he didn't know how to drive that well. Um, and also the fact the parking lot in Japan is pretty tight. Yeah. yeah. He accidentally pressed on the gas too hard and then he sent his uh, car towards me. At the back of the garage where I was looking out for his car and not getting scratched and all that. And yeah, I got sandwiched between a concrete wall and a car and broke my leg instantly. Jeez. And yeah, sent to a hospital on spot. <laughs> Went through uh, three surgeries. Um, uh, yeah, at the hospital in Tokyo. I-, I was there for a month and then I got discharged after that. But um, it took me about six months to get my body like fully recovered. Not even fully, but just like be able to walk and all that. So yeah, yeah just like the 20... normal things, eh? Like just to be able to do yeah, all that normal yeah. stuff again. Yeah, it was like literally learning how to yeah. walk. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. 
And, like, that just shows, like, a ton of perseverance, too, that you just came back and just kept, like, going with the goals that you were already, like, trying to achieve before that happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, right, I was in an emergency room, and then that was at the moment, like, that was the moment where I was asking myself, like, let's say if I die tomorrow, am I going to be able to, like, did I went through all all the stuff without regrets and everything? And Hmm. I'm like, no didn't like i have still stuff to do that i want to do and i'm like i can't be dying right now so uh yeah just you know i just you know let the doctor do his stuff and then yeah i'm over here yeah (laughs) and you get that you probably got that moment too where it's like uh like you you know that your time is like you you want more time you got to finish all the stuff that you you want to achieve like all the dreams and stuff you have and it it's probably a huge realization that you know what I mean? Like, don't take anything for granted in a sense, because you never know, like, when anything bad could happen like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like, every every day is just, you know, just just the fact that I have, like, my body's healthy and everything is just mm-hmm. a thing. I, I, I don't take it granted for anymore, because, anymore. Um, you know, it's like, being healthy is, like, one big thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you're not healthy at all, you can't do anything, you're going to be just lying on a bed, not being able to do so like just even having like all the body parts i'm just blessed to be alive you know Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's a huge blessing that yeah it's a huge blessing you don't even realize until like sometimes even when something bad happens like that like you realize after the fact like how lucky we really are you know Oh, oh yeah and then so tyson so where did your uh like aviation journey begin uh well i think I had my first commercial flight when I was seven and I remember flying on okay. uh, Canada 3000 back when that was a thing. I still have like a little model plane from it, <laughs> but I remember Jeez. I was seven and uh, so my parents were split. So I'd spend the summers with my dad in Calgary. So we yeah. kept on the plane by myself, which was terrifying because like a month before that I had watched final destination where the plane <laughs> crashed on takeoff. So I was sitting there like it's vibrating. We're going to die. Um, and we did. Thank goodness. So, but um, that's kind of where like started. And then as I was growing up, I always thought planes were cool. I never really, like I wanted to be a pilot, but I never really knew I was going to end up where I am now. And so I joined Air Cadets when I was 12 in Abbotsford at uh, 861 Silver Fox uh, with the plan of becoming a pilot. And so I had signed up for like some introductory uh, intro to aviation course, which is a summer camp. Um, but then right before they called me and asked me to come uh, to a music camp because I was a drummer. And so that completely changed my entire trajectory. <laughs> so I went from focused on aviation to music and leadership um, and went through the entire program, uh, ended up as a cat squadron commander and aged out as a warrant officer first class, but never did any of the pilot training because I figured I would do that all later. But- and that, that, that's interesting too, that you say that too, because I was uh like I started in cadets as well with kind of almost the same thing as what you said. Like I started out with the goal to like go fully just right into aviation. And that's what I wanted to, to join cadets for. I ended up actually like joining the band at my squadron as well. And like, oddly enough, I, when I was like 13, I just decided I wanted to play the bagpipes just because it would be cool to say that. And I ended up kind of having the same thing. And like, I ended up focusing more on that than like the actual aviation side of it and same as yourself i never actually ended up like 
fully going through and flying through cadets. Mm-hmm. So I, I can 100% relate to what you're saying there. And uh, like it, cadets is a good experience, though. Don't get me wrong. That's oh. one thing is like it. Uh, I definitely feel like I got a lot of like life skills and values just from that. But totally. There's so many different activities you can do in cadets, right? Like that's the the one thing that makes it fun is there's so many different things you can do. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And like that was that was one of the things is there was a lot of opportunities in cadets that I knew I would never get anywhere else. Like mm-hmm. um, I got to do like the very last year of the senior leadership course, um, and things like that, and certain music camps that I went to that you can't get anywhere else. And it was kind of one of those things I always knew I could get my PPL at any time. Um, yeah, I couldn't redo that. So uh, when I aged out, that was kind of my plan is eventually I wanted to get my PPL and I could save enough money. And I was planning on becoming a police officer. Uh, and that did not pan out. I ended up as a truck driver instead. Uh, completely. Okay. <laughs> and then I went and did my emergency medical responder course and then started a career with BC Ambulance. So I've been a paramedic for BC Ambulance for about five and a half years now. And uh, yeah, so I'm a driving instructor. I was a leadership instructor. I did a whole bunch of things with BC Ambulance. Um, yeah, I actually signed up for all my prereq courses to do my advanced care paramedic course. And I hated it. It was horrible. Like, <laughs> I remember looking at my girlfriend and I, I couldn't understand why I couldn't focus and study on anything. And then she looked yeah. and said, maybe you don't want to do that. And I was like, that's silly. That's ridiculous. Um, about a month after that, uh, I signed up for ground school which is where Raymond and I met and like literally changed everything because I was suddenly like happier and I felt like I had purpose again. And the plan was just to get my PPL and like, just get that and enjoy and fly with cadets and stuff. Uh, And now I'm on my way to get my ATPL. So (laughs) CPL first, of course, but it just, it completely changed my trajectory on everything, (laughs) but in a way that I'm like super happy for. And it, it was a long time coming that finally just came. So, and that's crazy too, that you went from, you basically just went from like one whole different career to <laughs> like basically realizing that like lifelong dream that you've always wanted and just like hadn't actually done yet Yeah, to like just going from like something totally different to where you are now. I think I held like three different careers. So at one point I was hauling jet fuel um, mm-hmm. and like fuel truck and all that. And then I've got my paramedic career. I was a tow truck driver for like three years. Um, and I have a license for everything now. So if it's got an engine, I can drive it. And that was like one of my plans. But then, yeah, like it just came completely out of left field. That was like, this is, it just, it felt right. Like when I sit in a place, yeah. it just feels like this is what I need to do. Well, yeah. And sometimes too, it's, it's weird how your gut kind of takes control. And it's just like, you know what? Like, this is what we're going to do. Like, I know that we have plans to do something else, but I feel like this is kind of like the right thing to do. And, you know, this is, this is kind of what we're being called to do in a sense. Oh, absolutely. So how did you guys end up meeting then? Cause you're at a point right now where you guys are just like, you're flying together. Like you are, uh, you're basically, you're doing a lot of your training together for what it seems like. How did you guys end up meeting at the very beginning? Uh, we didn't know each other at all. No, we didn't. Um, no, we didn't. until the first day of ground school, actually. And, uh, we did our ground school at Langley Flying School. 
and it was Tuesday and Thursday evenings. Yeah. Uh, and so we'd roll in for a couple hours, sit there through some lectures, which were super exciting. Um, <laughs> uh, and it started, it, it just, we were just kind of classmates and then our personality started coming out yeah. and then we started hanging out afterwards. Uh, and Raymond being an international student, he didn't have a car here or anything. So I would drive him home from the airport. Oh yeah. He saved and me then, so much. <laughs> just like slowly and slowly, we started developing like a really strong friendship yeah. to the point where now it was like, we have, it wasn't like a let's fly together. It's we have to fly together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we, today it's been a couple of weeks since we flew last. Yeah, so it was yeah. getting to the point where we were like, like oh, shoot. where, where's my Raymond fix? Like I need you in my life. Um, yeah. You're like, you make me a better right. pilot. Like, we got to fly together. If Tyson just teach me all the okay, stuff. Okay, hold on. Let's not carry away here. But... So basically, like, did you guys see each other a lot then? Like, so from, like, the ground school part being done, now you're kind of, like, hanging out all the time and stuff. Like, yeah. was it cool kind of just, like, going for flights and, like, seeing each other at the airport at the same time? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then we also shared uh, two of our flight instructors. Yeah, yeah. Um. Because, oh really yeah our one flight instructor Louisa she was Colombian so she ended up going back to Colombia yeah. for a bit uh, during the winter and we had we at the same time changed flight instructors yeah. and we were pretty much at the same level the entire way through yeah. uh, and so yeah it was really cool to see each other and like compare notes and be like how was your flight how was your force yeah. landings how was this and <laughs> it, it was really right up until about the end when yeah. um, Raymond ended up switching schools. Yeah. Um, it was really cool because we were pretty much right side by side for almost all of our training. Well, and that makes it cool too, right? Cause in a sense, like you're basically always doing the same stuff and there's like pilots always struggle with different aspects of training. So if one of you struggles with something different or, or whatever, and the other person has like a strength in that, it makes it so easy to fix because like, they might just help you out in a way of like telling you certain tricks that they've learned yeah. and uh, like giving you those little tips. Cause <laughs> I've even found too, like just some of my friends that I have, like going throughout the training and not like, I can't imagine doing it by myself and just having no like contact with any other pilots that are at that same level, because it's a lot. Like when you really break down like the entire PPL training, like you're learning a lot of different maneuvers, a lot of different stuff all at once. And, I mean, we're human, so we're bound to at least mess up, like, one or two of them and just not understand it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's good to have that other person, like, that can just help you out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think one of the cool things, too, is, like, obviously, it's really valuable to learn a lot of things from your flight instructor. Um, and and you can obviously get a lot out of it. But sometimes there's, there's a different learning you get when you just yeah, talk yeah, about your mistakes with, like, a friend who's at the same level. Yeah, yeah. And then you can, yeah. oh, I did that, too. Oh, you also flare too high. <laughs> oh, okay, that's great. Like, and then it's it's less intimidating, and I find sometimes that helps with fixing things and learning things a little bit. Well, yeah, and you want to sound like you, you don't want to sound like you don't know anything in front of your instructor <laughs> too. Like, I don't. I feel like we've all been at that point where we're like sitting there, and we're like, we have a question in our head, and we're just like, nah, they're gonna think I'm weird if right? I ask them this. Like, Every- like you just know right away. <laughs> But I like I can even remember too, like going back to like the earliest stages of my flying. Um, I have like this this one good friend, like one of my best friends. I remember calling him, and like it was our first flight. Like I don't even think we hadn't even 
put like more than like an hour into our logbook yet. And I called him and I was like, Hey, like, so like when you started the plane, like, what did you do just so I can run through it and don't mess up next time? Like, when did you advance the mixture? Like, when did you do all this? Like I remember calling him about literally starting an airplane. And like, now I look back at that and I'm like, it's so funny to look back at, but at the same time, I know that that's one of those questions. Like I would have rather asked a buddy than sit there and talk to my instructor about, because like, you just, you don't want to sound so weird and like, just come off as like this guy who knows nothing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's kind of like one of those things, like you don't want to be like, say to your flight instructor, like, so is this how I turn the fuel from left to both? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You'd like get out of my plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and like so i can imagine too like the freedom one like once you guys both got your ppl I, I can imagine like you can finally fly together now like what was the what was the first experience you guys had doing that yeah so our first flight we were supposed to go to the campbell river right i think okay um, yeah yeah and then oh, and then, yeah so what happened is we were en route to campbell river but just trying to pass by to uh vancouver downtown the atc over there was like yeah you guys are not going there it's just weather minimum is not good enough i think they said to us like the last plane came through at below 500 (laughs) yeah over the water oh my god so i guess we're turning around and i'd said on yeah control i'm like i think we're gonna go have lunch and chill a lot she's like that sounds good (laughs) yes yeah so, so we literally just turned back and then went down uh eastward to chilliwack and then yeah we just had some uh, lunch and we actually went to Abbotsford after that. Um, just, you know, hoping that we do, do some like circuits or something, right? Yeah, circuits and yeah, circuits. And then yeah. what happened was uh, we also had a friend over there who works as an ATC. Who was in our ground school. Yeah, who was in our ground school. And then I was, so Tyson <laughs> was doing his circuit. So he was like, I, I just, I was just filming Tyson doing his circuits. Um, taking videos and all that photos and whatnot. And then I was on the group chat on the language flying school. And then I was just taking a picture of Abbotsford and Will, who's our friend, um, ATC friend who works at um, Abbotsford. He was like, he told the active ATC to like, tell them to land. Yeah. Tell them to land. Cause it's funny because (laughs) it was my first time in Abbotsford. So I kind of messed up the approach path because there's, we're supposed to be on the power lines and we were like, Half a mile off of them. Yeah. And so we're doing our circuits, and then the tower just goes, Julia, Julia, golf. I got a question for you. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, oh what did I do now? <laughs> and he was like, Do you happen to know Will? Are you unfortunate enough to know Will? I'm like, if by no, you mean three months of ground school? He's like, Yeah, he told you to come land. Do you want a full stop instead of your? Dr-? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why the hell not? So, you know, landed the plane. You're like, I don't want to say no. <laughs> landed a plane landed at apron parked it and then we met well so it was quite a memorable like first flight to be honest like i was just you know nothing nothing went to plan yeah nothing went to plan it's, it was awesome <laughs> i was like wow. it ended up being like trying to survive right. right like trying to make it back safely oh, yeah. and not crash absolutely and like it, it's funny because it was a, a wall and yeah. so there was another pilot at the same club we were at that was going to go to campbell river as well and so he had taken off maybe 15 behind us. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing him come into one of the common um, common frequency areas. And we were like, hey, so we didn't get through. I don't think you're going there either. 
So we, all three, we just ended up eating lunch at Chilliwack. Yeah. <laughs> you guys all just stopped at the same yeah. place, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And, but, like, honestly, though, the thing is, too, is, like, what, what makes the flying fun sometimes is when it doesn't go to plan because you end up, like, doing stuff that, uh, like, sometimes is a bit more on the edge, sometimes a bit more fun, and, like, things that you weren't even, like, prepared to do that day but it honestly like when you look back like now it it seems like just hilarious to think <laughs> Absolutely. about yeah and like one of those <laughs> moments where i was like trying to be like what did my instructor say about diversions how do we do this because it was literally like pulling out the map like yeah, where can yeah. we go what do we have fuel for what can we do like uh <laughs> what's the headache uh, you're like this is why they teach us yeah, this. <laughs> right? it's like uh, it's almost like they plan out their instructions yeah. for some reason yeah. i don't know yeah. <laughs> so what did like did you guys uh did you guys train on cessnas or what did you train on so me and tyson we both got trained on cessna so we both have like 70 plus hours on a cessna on 172 yeah, yeah 172 and uh yeah, okay. after i got my ppl i wanted more booking for my school because everyone's taking the 172 so i just got signed off mm-hmm. with um da20 and then uh, I fly the DA twenty occasionally. Tyson um, went to the uh, one of the clubs in uh, Langley Flying School. Uh, um, Langley, Langley yeah, Langley Airport, <laughs> not flying school, not the flying school. The flying school. No more of the flying. Yeah, school. <laughs> um, none of that. Um, and uh, he got checked out with his uh, Piper Warrior. So yeah, um, down the line, hopefully I could uh, get my. Well, I need yeah. to get the uh, Warrior signed off so that we could go on uh, long three hundred nauticals and all that. So it's funny. Uh, Langley used to have Cherokees, and then they switched to one seven twos. And then I fell in love with the one seven two. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, "This is the only plane I want." And then I started flying the Warrior. Oh yeah. And I didn't like it at first because um, it's it's like takeoff and landing characteristics are like notably different from this of the mm-hmm. Cessna, mm-hmm. Uh, especially the biggest mm-hmm. one is that they don't float. There is no floating. <laughs> it sinks like a rock. <laughs> it just drops, which is great. Um, and then I like, I'm probably around uh, my six hour mark in the Piper Warrior. I just fell in love with it, mm. and then I tainted, uh, I tainted Raymond because now he's trying to get checked out on it too. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah <I'm> like... <laughs> <laughs> but no, like it's honestly, it's it's funny that you guys say that too because, like the 172, we we fly the 172s down here in my flight school and. Like you really can't get a lot of bookings mm. because it's just so yeah. popular. It's like just your it's like your default like training aircraft. So everybody wants to fly yeah. them. And it's it's impossible to get bookings sometimes because like unless you have like unless you're checked out on another plane, like mostly everybody wants to be in the Cessna, everyone wants to do other training and everybody's like always trying to book them out and it's good to have that kind of like alt like alternate yeah. plane yeah. that you can go fly. If it's yeah, all so books, yeah, one seventy two is like a go to aircraft for all the trainee, like student pilot permit guys, yeah. and then yeah, after getting PPL, it's just you know open up like uh, opp- more opportunity to fly different aircraft, more bookings. Because our school only Langley Flying School only had one seven twos when we were there. They had one one five two, but that was for that was instructor. always booked. Yeah, uh, but then they only had one seven twos. Yeah, and then one. Warrior, no, yeah. uh, they had four Cherokees, but none of them were flyable. Yeah, that was on service. <laughs> they're all just there. Okay. I think one of them was missing the propeller, another one was missing an aileron. Yeah. It was just it was, they were not serviceable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah it's like it's nice to yeah. look at but it's like unfortunately you you'd be pretty scared to get well, up uh in the exactly. air with them. Yeah. and like so flying the uh da20 do you like the uh g1000 compared to like the old um, gauges? it is really nice especially flying at night because you don't get you you have the GPS like right in front of you, so that is like I know I know it has to be a VFR for yeah, night, yeah. but it it just adds a more more like safety measures like you don't you're not busting through the um, airspace tool. yeah it's an extra tool it's like you you mm-hmm. know where you're going um and uh, it steam is nice don't get me wrong I like I I like to read these steams it's always nice I was trained with steam but. It's, you know those yeah. garments. It really it helps us. It helped me a lot over the night uh, rating, especially when I had to do like a solo right after a duel. Like I flew from Pit Metals to um, Victoria, Pit Metals to Nanaimo. I was thinking I was like one day will be a duel and another day it's a solo. No, my instructor was like, "So you're going duel and you're doing solo after that?" I'm like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I'm like, whoa, I'm not ready for this. So yeah, um, I actually flew not it wasn't a diamond, but I flew a 172 glass cockpit to Victoria and Nanaimo. And then on the last day okay. of night rating, I had a DA twenty and uh I was just doing like a couple circuits just to, you know, get the night ratings done and all that. So um yeah, it's really nice yeah. to have a garment. It's just DA20, unlike the uh, Piper Warrior, that floats. That thing floats. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> when I'm going into a, like a short runway, I get nervous. Not going to lie. I get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm pulling on the <laughs> stick, just hoping that it sinks, and it's, it keeps floating. <laughs> it just yeah, keeps wanting to fly, it's right? It's like literally a glider with an engine on it. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> well and i've heard too about the g1000 that it gives you like a a really uh more professional feel in a sense like you kind of feel like you're upgrading into Mm -hmm. like like that kind of like airline status of like having the screens Mm -hmm. and everything yeah so at first when i was uh training on a garments uh g1000s and all that series i was like where do i look what is this what is that what is buttons like (laughs) i still don't know some of the buttons but you know at first, I'm like, "What? How do I read this? It's so weird." That's my, that was my first time seeing the G1000, like from the cockpit, right? Because I've only flown Steam. Yeah. And uh, I was like, "Yeah, oh, we got the ATIS. There's the altimeter. I'll put, I'll put that in form. I'm not gonna put that in form because I don't know what to touch. <laughs> like, it looked it was just a C. I'm like, just give me back my old dials. I'm fine." <laughs> You're like looking around trying to find like okay like we got two screens here like which one is <laughs> right? it gonna be on? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And so like where would you guys say uh, like so far you enjoy flying to like in your area? Well, my favorite that I've done is um, out because I'm based out of Langley now. Yeah. Which and then based out of Pitt Meadows. Yeah. Um, which are two completely different airports. Yeah, it is. Like just. <laughs> They're both they're both class C, but like Langley has a nickname of Langley almost international because it's. I remember one day, uh, it's basically just a GA airport. But at one point, I was number five, and I was like, "How am I number five? Can we even fit that many?" It was, and like the biggest, the main runway's um, nineteen hundred feet. Yeah, nineteen hundred. 
we learn oh, man. only short yeah. <laughs> but um the Orkney Air Park, <laughs> which um I, I really wanted to go to because that's where all the cadets do their training out of. And one of my best friends, who's a glider pilot instructor as well, she did her PPL over there. So I was like, I want to go experience it. And I love yeah. flying over water. I have like some affinity to it. Uh, and so their approach path comes like right over the water and it's literally like a park. Like you just mm. land and there's a walkway that goes all the way around the airport and you can hop up the fence so short. Like it's just literally an air park and uh, the views and everything is just so far. That has been like my favorite place mm. to fly to. Well, I can agree to you with the water thing. Like I, I kind of feel similar uh, of the sense where like I just enjoy that like any approach that you get over the water like like at night it's a bit more scary <laughs> yes, um, yes. but during the day I mean, <laughs> during the day I mean like that's that's the time to go I mean at night I mean I'll probably be a, a little bit more hesitant to want to do something like that but in the day I mean you can get some nice pictures and I mean it's, it's just cool to to think that you're like you just took a, a plane Right. over the water and then just right back over the land it's just yeah. it's a cool thing i remember uh, when i was doing my cross country uh, the 150 um my instructor gave me two possible options uh for flying so one of them was just up and down the coast and then the other one was we had to hop mm-hmm. across from the mainland over to vancouver mm-hmm. island and he said the only problem with that is if the weather's not great it kind of affects your ability to go blah 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 and i looked at him like i don't care i'm flying <laughs> water that's gonna happen and so he was like all right if you insist and so when we went on the duel it was actually his first time going there too and uh he was like good choice good choice going over water and two students after me also did the same thing oh wow and he was like i, I guess everyone wants water now <laughs> it's just that, like a little adrenaline rush too eh? everyone just like wants right. to be the mavericks <laughs> <laughs> and so like your your Instagram name currently, right, is Hawaiian Shirt Pilots. How did you guys, like, come up with that? Where did that start from? Well, so there was a thing uh, that I didn't follow through with in ground school. And that was I was going to wear a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> on my check ride. And I was supposed to yell, Claire, okay. uh, when I did. And then my, my instructor <laughs> promptly talking out of it. So he's like, let's be professional because she might do your CPL too. And I was like, that's a good point. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so I, <laughs> I, I love Hawaiian shirts. I don't know why. They're, um, when I go to work uh, and do safety meetings and stuff, because I'm a safety officer as well, uh, I always have, like, quote, unquote, tactical <laughs> is what I call it. So I'll have, like, my tactical pants on, but a Hawaiian shirt uh, just because. And then I was wearing my Hawaiian shirt that day, and it just, it just felt right, right to just throw Hawaiian shirts on and go flying because we haven't really seen anyone else do anything like that. Right, so. yeah. So you guys both just went out and did, like, you both had Hawaiian shirts on, just like, we're I, going yeah, flying. I, the first one, Raymond didn't have any. No, I didn't. And then I promptly, after that, I was like, go to Value Village. Uh, I'm also going to Value Village, buy 10 of them, and let's just go fly. And so the next you better have a Hawaiian shirt, or you're not getting in my plane. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, oh my god. Jeez. Like, that's cool, though, because you guys can, like, you guys can just like start sporting like a ton of different shirts and just like post them onto right. your page and just like, like just have all these different like styles going and like each one you're just taking pictures of each we're, uh, we're trying to find yeah. um we want to get custom shirts with mm-hmm. a logo on it for yeah. us 
I was hard working on trying to find where we want to get it from because yeah. the last quote I got was like a hundred dollars a shirt. And I was yeah. like, oh my god, no, that's too much. I don't know if it's worth it right now. <laughs> no, that would be sick too because like you get your own design and then like it just like says like Hawaiian shirt pilots and oh man, right? like this well, whole brand you guys I, just start once right we there. Get right one, now. We'll send you one. <laughs> Oh, dude, I would love that. That would be awesome. I honestly, Hawaiian shirts, I I rep those, man. Like especially they're in the summertime. Cool. Like I would, I would hundred oh, percent yeah. do cross country. Well, in if that. you're ever, in- they're we'll comfy you- too. Bring your Hawaiian shirt. We'll take you flying. <laughs> Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> if I ever come down and fly with you guys, like I'm bringing it. You, you already know. Like the first thing that I'm putting in the bag if I'm coming I'm down to BC. Right. is a Hawaiian shirt like right like it's right on my now. garland pilot i just need to hit activate and we're good to go you're already set and ready to go and that's awesome and so uh like do you guys both as far as uh like the airlines you guys mentioned at the beginning you guys want to end up in the airlines are you guys both kind of like shooting for the same airline or do you have kind of like different we, like dream airlines we have similar and yeah not. yeah i know one of the things we want to do is we want to work together at some yeah, point because yeah. that would just be phenomenal it is yeah um, i know my end goal oh, yeah. is and this is a pipe dream uh but i would love at like when i'm like three years away from retirement to be a captain at WestJet flying to hawaii yeah like that would just be like my <laughs> ultimate on top of everything yeah um, <laughs> i'm kind of gunning for WestJet just because i like their brand i like what they're about uh, i personally fly WestJet whenever i'm flying mm. commercial myself um so that's kind of where i'm aiming right but everything in the middle of it i have no idea mm-hmm. and that's where kind of raymond, yeah, raymond yeah. and i like if we could get somewhere together we would in a heartbeat go yeah 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 no i 100 percent. and like it'd be cool if you guys like i can imagine you're just like on WestJet, you know going to hawaii and like under your like white dress shirt you guys just both have like hawaiian shirts on like you just you've been waiting for this moment your entire career just to like Get on a commercial plane and do we that. We're actually just like, talking be about awesome. you can buy epaulette kits, and we're yeah. like, why don't we get Hawaiian shirts and we can just put the epaulets on there? Yeah, and there you go, shirt and tie with a Hawaiian shirt. Why yeah. not? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like everyone's getting on the plane at the beginning, and they just see you, like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? How are you? And it's like you just yeah. see this guy in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> oh, we're gonna be good yeah. today. <laughs> so then, like Raymond, um, for you, are you? hoping kind um, of west jet as well to be honest um i don't have a choice right now like i can't i'm not in a status of like being able to choose the aircraft because i am after all i uh international student from japan so first goal is to get mm. a pr over here you know like or else going the airlines yeah. and all that <laughs> so um that's the first thing just uh get a pr and uh hopefully i just um get to the airlines like just you know apply for any airlines the best one will be like the ideal ideally flying with Tyson that would be nice with WestJet but um first thing first I need to mm. get the permanent residency yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that I could stay yeah um oh yeah I'm not planning to go back to Japan for uh piloting too because um what I know in Japan is uh they're pretty like they're they're not really advanced it's really ironic how like Japan is like known to be like more technology like high high tech yeah yeah yeah. you would think that in aviation too but actually it's not it's like 50 years like it's said to be like 50 years um late compared to like north america so like even like let's say i want to fly in tokyo okay um i need to file like a lot of paperwork it's just it's not ga friendly 
in 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 Japan. So I just um planning to uh stay uh in Canada, hoping to get a PR first and then join the airlines. Um and my end goal is um hopefully working with the Hawaiian Airlines in Hawaii. Um one is like um it's close <laughs> to Tokyo. That's um it's like six, seven hours away. So by the time like I hit like the weekends or something, I could go back and then eat eat some good food, come back and then work and yeah, okay. Like <laughs> even if it was just like we meet at the hub all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that's what oh, like it would be mayhem for everyone around us, yeah. but it'd be a good time for us. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, no, Tyson, I brought the stuff from oh, yeah. Tokyo. You like, want <laughs> <laughs> And do you like do you guys like when you uh like when you go around to different like restaurants, are you guys like into very like similar Pretty foods? Much eat everything. Yeah, I I, I'm like whatever looks good is like okay. Let's try that. Go. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I haven't and like I would like yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have a preference on food no. really. I just eat. Yeah, me too. I prefer everything's good, I, right? Like everything, yeah. everything's <laughs> everything worth everything a try. Yeah, <laughs> cow brain. <laughs> Well, that's what that's what makes it good too. Where uh, like when you're doing cross countries, right? Because oh, yeah. you just hit random restaurants and along the route or whatever, and it's like as long yeah. as you're not picky, right? It makes it so easy. You just stop in, see whatever's good, grab that's it. That's one of like, my things. That'd be I, awesome. I love cross country flying because I like going places. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like why I drove truck and did a bunch of other things. I like going places, but like stipulations is wherever we go, mm-hmm. there has to be a lunch spot. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> we've mapped out like where all that restaurants are what days they're open what special (laughs) (laughs) well i mean you spend all that money on the ppl right like you gotta you gotta use it for something good too right that was one of the that was kind of one of the reasons why we kind of started the hawaiian shirt pilots yeah yeah uh is because on our way to our cpl and our atpl and getting all our group one ifr and all that stuff we wanted to be able to enjoy our ppl yeah we wanted to be able to enjoy mm-hmm. the thrill of flight yeah and so while we were doing it it was like it's one of those things that just felt right to try and document it and yeah. bring people along with us and see how it goes and enjoy right because mm-hmm. that that oh, is yeah. the fact that we're flying yeah still like every time i take off i'm still like i'm in the <laughs> air right now like how am I doing this? Yeah, yeah. And it's just that thrill. Like, it's surreal. Right? Really. Well, yeah, when you really sit there and, like, kind of realize, like, what you're doing right now. Like, I've done that, too, before, where I'm, like, you go over, like, a big highway or something, or even, like, flying in the Like, I'm sure you guys yeah. have done a lot of flights mm-hmm. downtown, like, Vancouver and whatnot. But, like, over here, when we're going around, like, Toronto and stuff, like, when you really, like, look down and think of, like, how much is going on in that city right now, and you're just, like, 2,000, 3,000 feet above everybody and you're like, what does it look like to them on the ground? Like, what is... Like, I'm just chilling up here, doing all this fun stuff. It's like, what does everybody like, else um, see? Like, times <laughs> like this, like, COVID, everyone's on ground, right? So, um, <laughs> I was still with Tyson for school, Langley Flying School, until um, mid-March. Which I'm well, sorry for. No, it's, it's okay. I mean, I got okay. my PPL, so... <laughs> but... Um, um, so <laughs> I was, I think I was doing circuit training still, mm. and then I was supposed to go on a solo the next day, but the school decided to shut down on the day of my solo. So that 
brought me into uh, a month or two months of a halt in uh, training. Mm-hmm. I did it. I ended up not flying for two months, which I think everyone did not fly for two months. And then, yeah, um, no, I, yeah, did, I knew from that point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to lose my flying skills. And then I asked uh, my instructor, Louisa, if I could just at least do uh, chair flying in an actual aircraft that I've been flying. So I would go to like empty airport mm. almost every single day, go into the aircraft and then have my uh, GoPro footage on an iPad, put it on a dashboard and then just chair like pretending I'm doing a circuit. So I was doing that like almost every day till it opened up um, end of May or something. I think that was, yeah, that it was brutal. It's just June. It, yeah, June. June yeah, because I remember it was March. I, I was three months without flying. Yeah, yeah. To so, the date. Yeah, like yeah. exactly so three months. It was like, yeah, we had a long shutdown. I'm pretty sure everyone else had the same, but we had it. Man, COVID yeah. just hit us so hard. Um, and when June came, I started flying oh, yeah. two, three times a week. But then the week after, I only get like one or two, even just canceled the entire week because. We will only have like one aircraft available for another like, kids or something. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. I literally asked mm-hmm. my instructor, like, at this rate, when am I getting? Because my, like, get my PPL by end of August. And then he told me, just like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Like, if I go at that rate, I'm like, okay. Which is mm-hmm. <laughs> It's okay. I mean, you have to get your PPL. I totally understand. Um, but yeah, at that point, I was like, okay, you know what? Um, it's not my instructor's fault. It's just, yeah. you know, the it's school. The way it is, yeah. yeah, it's the way, like, the school didn't function properly. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I have to change school because Target. So I switched the school to Pit Metals, Pacific Rim Aviation. And then um, I actually met um, my instructor who used to work, work for Encore. He, he got far lower, unfortunately, but he was flying a okay. Q. Uh, Q400. And he actually changed my entire flight training in a positive way, of course. He, he like, I fly twice <laughs> a day for every single day. And he prepared, yes, it was, I would Ooh. wake, he would wake up at 5 a.m. I would wake up at 4, uh, 5 a.m. for a long cross country so that, like, I, we don't disturb the other guys. But, yeah, he just did so much for me. Mm. Um, Kenneth Cho, that, that was him. Um, he, he He's still teaching right now, and uh, he's still my instructor. Right but then, right now. Yeah, right now. Right this second. Not, not, right, not right this second. He's on the night. <laughs> no. Curly flying. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> great guy. Um he did he he totally does everything for his student um as long as you um you know put in the work of course right so yeah by end of august mm-hmm. yeah go ahead well i've like oh yeah, yeah. sorry you're, you're so saying... yeah by end of august no, no, go ahead. Um, me for flight tests and then yeah i got my ppl <laughs> done on like on calendar time like the target time <laughs> yeah yep in august in august that's interesting too, because that's the month that I finished mine. I had like a kind of a very similar situation where like I was, uh, like I was on the grind to get it done, and I was like really pushing. And uh, 
at the time too, like previously before I actually had switched instructors and like kind of similar situation to what you said, like I had a very uh, like positive outcome with the instructor mm-hmm. that I got. And he, in the, in like the same sense, like it was like, you literally, you put in the work and he was like the perfect guy. Like he would always just like make sure that like you were kind of pushing towards your goals and he was trying to help you get there. And like, that's the best thing too, honestly, because with COVID it's been tough. And uh, like being an instructor, I can imagine too, has been tough right now because like they must've come back and felt like so like rusty and not ready to, to get back into it. And like the amount of work they must've had to do, like, let alone just us that are training, like it must be crazy, but like the, the instructors that have really bounced back and rebounded like really well, like I have so much respect for those guys because they're just, you know, they're on a grind oh, and yeah. just trying to help their yeah. students. Um, Ken, um, Ken, my instructor, he, he did tell me when he had to do his uh, check ride for, you know, um, being an instructor after flying the Q400, he was, he, he told me he was really nervous when he was flying D172 because, you know, Q400 and 172, that's a total of two different aircraft right oh. there. So, yeah, he, he told me. Oh, it yeah. was uh, <laughs> really nerve wracking, but I mean, he did it. <laughs> and then he, I was his, uh, yeah. he, he is, he is. And then I was the, I was his uh, first student to, uh, um, get taught and then pass the PPL. So yeah, he bought me a chicken nugget after a flight test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I kept. That's awesome. <laughs> when you have that relationship too with your instructor, it like it, it makes the flying fun. Like when you when you guys can talk outside of like flying oh, yeah, and it stuff, does, yeah. it just it I, makes I it sent, so much he better. He sent me. He sends me meme all, all the time. I send him <laughs> uh, memes too. So, yeah, it's just not an instructor. Like he teaches <laughs> stuff too. Like, like I ask him a question, he answers it. Um, he tests me on some stuff, but yeah, he's totally a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Before COVID hit, um, I'd just <laughs> been soloing, and I was doing, um, like going out into the practice area solo and stuff. And so I was getting ready to do my cross country, the yeah. long cross, when uh, COVID hit, and so we were down for three months. And we had the same fight instructor, but I was ahead in my training. Yeah. And so the plan was they were just going to push me through as hard as they could. Uh, so that way they could get me out of the way and get other students in because mm-hmm. of all the times and everything. So Raymond, Raymond got his, a lot of his flights got canceled so I could fly. <laughs> which I feel horrible about. Um, oh, really? yeah, I, I finished up my PPL in like a couple months. Yeah. Um, from from soloing to everything being done and flight test finished. Because um, I finished mine a week before my birthday, actually, in yeah. July. So around the 20s, the 21st of July is when I finished my PPL uh, with my flight test. And then um, mm-hmm. our other friends who were in it, basically, I got out so that way they could vacate. Uh, or so they could get more bookings. Mm-hmm. But Raymond had already left, which was a really good choice for him because it, it helped him and he was finished faster than anyone else because the we're the only two in our ground school yeah, that yeah. have finished yeah. our PBL. Mm. Um, another one had already left to another school and she hasn't finished. And so it hit hard for a lot of people. Uh, we've been really lucky. Yeah. Um, and then I, I don't want to speak badly about our school, but our school wasn't great. It wasn't. Uh, they yeah. had a big international program and it kind of dominated. So they would rent the plane for like two days uh, completely. So we couldn't get booking. They'd book it for like an entire week. Yeah. And so it really screwed us over. 
Um, we ended but, up having only one, one, yeah, one, 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 ten there was one guys. plane that we could use for 10 of us. Yeah. Um, and then the only, cause the one instructor wow. that we had will, uh, or William, whichever, um, I loved working with him. Uh, cause initially we both started with Louisa who was there, there together. Yeah. And so she was like, you're, you're going with my boyfriend. I'm like, all right. So I started flying with him and I was like, I want to stay with you. <laughs> um, and he's actually he's i start my night rating on <laughs> thursday and so he's actually freelancing for me outside of the school just because i've worked so well together and okay i've told him many times i'm like the only reason i'm still at this school is because you're here and i don't <laughs> own a plane and he was like, yeah that's fair and so covid yeah. wasn't it wasn't too bad for me <laughs> other than the fact of having to wear masks um while i'm flying which was not very comfortable but other than that, i was lucky because of where no, I was yeah. in my training, that I got a lot of, a lot of like, priority on the planes, whereas some other people in our ground school still. haven't. There's there's like three people who still have not flown since March. Yeah, they bumped into our That's crazy. a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, we just we just went to Victoria. Yeah, yeah. And after, it was a good after, time, yeah. and then we were talking to him, and he's like, "I don't even know if I'm flying today. It might get canceled." And he just looked so like upset about it yeah. and almost depressed and we're yeah. like we're like crap get out go somewhere else but it's yeah it's hard. <laughs> yeah. oh my god For BC, it's, that's crazy and it, it really depends on where what school you're at yeah. on how bad covid is affecting your yeah. training tyson did have all the bookings but like i at at the same time i felt like that was like also a good thing for me because that forced me to adapt to the environment i mm -hmm. can't be just like you know lying around doing nothing right so i had to make a move so you know pilots are like it's all about decision making yeah. right for pilots like even flying even just like um on a daily life um yeah it's just you know um decision making mm -hmm. yep it's key right like it's it's so important to have that that aspect and be able to uh, like always always be making the right decisions, always kind of know your next yeah, move and kind of stay ahead of the mm -hmm. plane. And so, like currently, too, where are you guys? So at I'm just starting my night rating, and then that's I'm starting all of my CPL training. Mm -hmm. So it's going to kind of start with the night rating and then carry on up until the CPL and then multi IFR and all that kind of stuff. So I'm right now i'm just enjoying my ppl which is great up until thursday and then the grind starts again yeah. so yeah well yeah that's the thing too right is it's always uh like that's what i've been trying to do as well like i mean covid made it like pretty tough um because like originally my plan was just like take a couple months off enjoy the ppl you know work build money like kind of go back into it gradually and then like continue the training but having like so much time off when I got the PPL and I'm sure you guys probably might've felt like this too. It was like, you give yourself that gap of time to like take that break, but then you feel like, okay, well I got to keep oh, moving totally. now. Cause we've already lost so many. Months. It's kind of like that. You feel stuck. So you're like, I have to murder now. Yeah. Like it's, mm -hmm. yeah. You're like, I already lost like three months just sitting on the ground, you know, doing nothing. And you're like, now I finally get that chance to get in the plane. Yeah, so exactly. like, why not just keep going? <laughs> no. And so, uh, so, like, Raymond, you, yep, you were I'm saying... Yeah, I'm done with night rating, actually. You're done your night rating, right? With, uh, night landing, I think. 
today. Yeah, it was a night. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I mean, it was nighttime. Yeah, nighttime. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fi- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I finished my night reading uh early in October, and then um right now I'm just building time to be honest. Um, night pick. That's what I'm doing. Night PIC because I know ATL needs a. Uh, uh, a lot of a lot of those so <laughs> just focusing on that now we have a daylight saving too so uh you know make use of it yeah. more opportunity to fly so just building time for now and oh yeah uh, prepare for um do the resin test for cpl yeah. and uh yeah do my cpl flight test hopefully next year yep yeah it's uh it's it's good too to like focus on the night flying because and this is like just something i've heard too i don't know if you guys have heard this but like the second I started my night flying, people were like, don't stop after, like, get that night PIC because they're like, if you wait and then you get into the airlines, oh, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, they're going to look for that stuff or even like ATPL, like what you guys are doing. Like, they're going to sit there and be like, oh, like, how much night like PIC time do you have? And most people will just get the yeah. rating to have it. And then like, they won't really use it as much as like they should. And then you end up trying to like progress your career and. Like, a lot of people at my flight school have had to, like, come back and just, like, do their night flying on their own mm-hmm. time because, there's like, a, they're, they're the missing that PIC at, there's time quite a few. There's a few 37 pilots, and I think there's one 777 pilot, uh, <laughs> both first officers, that are flying around in 152s at night because they have, like, they don't have enough hours. So just, <laughs> literally, they'll be in the plane for, like, six hours at night, just all night. Well, because so many people push through, right? Like, they just keep pushing and pushing, and then they realize, like, the stuff they might have forgot. Absolutely. And uh, this was, like, my first GA flight at night, and, like, it's the same animal, but, like, with a disguise on. And it's... I think it's, like, it's almost underestimated how different it is. It's (laughs) It's pretty different. It's pretty different. It's not like driving your car at night. No, it's completely different. (laughs) No. And, I mean, if you, like, one thing I found too, like the other night, uh, I believe it was like Halloween night, I went up and we did a cross country, me and my instructor. And mm-hmm. like the moon was really bright that night. And I found yep. that it made the visibility like a bit better. But we've had some nights where it's been a little cloudy. And like, honestly, like you're just, you're going through and like all you can think about is like, holy oh, crap, yeah. this is so different than what I'm used to in the Absolutely. day. Like it just looks so different. Yeah, it's actually, it's, it's, uh, you're definitely mm-hmm. gonna like it once you awesome. you get started with that, and like you're gonna you'll have to let me know like you know how the training's going oh, for you when you when you get going at the night flying. But yeah, anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks I really us. appreciate yeah, having you guys yeah. on the show. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get yeah. a flying shirt. That's number one priority. I'm gonna have to uh, once COVID kind of you know eventually <laughs> slows down to a point where we can travel again. Gonna have to try to make some time to go to BC and uh, talk to show me around the area and whatnot. And I'll have to eventually get, like get you guys down in Ontario and show you around here. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a pleasure having you guys on and hearing your story because it's not every mm-hmm. day you see like two <laughs> friends that are just doing what you guys are doing and like how good like how yeah how good yeah. your chemistry is together. Like the way you guys just like do your training and like. You don't see that a lot of the time, so it's it's well, just been, uh, so it's been a pleasure to have you guys on the show. Yeah, no worries. No, I I really appreciate it, guys, and uh, for all the listeners that are still on right now, thank you so much uh, for listening, and I hope everybody enjoys the rest of their week and uh, stay Cheers. safe. Cheers.